defenses. Initiate bank protocol. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Bird Protocol. I am your host, Palm Reader. And I'm Otis Morris. And today we are talking about, as uh, Otis so elegantly put it just before we started recording, some emo boys from the desert. Uh, we're yeah. going back to music today, and we are talking about one of the seminal bands of my high school period, and a band that's still around, still still making music, uh, and is hugely influential in uh, in not only in uh, like kind of emo rock uh, and true emo rock, but also the mainstreaming of that sound. And uh, mm-hmm. they had they were pretty popular for a while, uh, like. Yeah, across they still North have a America, dedicated following. So you know, yeah, they're still putting out records, still doing stuff, still doing their thing, still, We're... still consistently the same lineup. So yeah, and and it's almost twenty years in on t- in twenty uh, twenty twenty three or thirty. Is that wait? Wait, yeah, thirty, yeah, almost they're, thirty they're like years 25. in. Yeah, this band's Jeez. as old. Band is as old as I am. Wow. All right. So anyway, let's let's get a drum roll. We are talking about Jimmy Eat World. That's uh, Jimmy yeah. Eat World. If you don't know them, uh, you should probably check them out. Uh, they are, like I said, one of the reasons that uh, the, of the mainstreaming of kind of that emo rock genre titans in that uh, in that field and and uh, kind of like a pillar band uh, that you need to know. Um, they were formed in 1993, so coming up on 30 years for, in Mesa, Arizona, um, and uh, and they've sold. Um, between Bleed American and Futures, 1.5 million records between those two records. Uh, Bleed American is platinum and Futures is gold. Um, and they just put out their 10th album, Surviving, uh, in October 2019. Uh, and um, yeah, still going strong. Uh, you got any memories, anything you want to start off the show with? I definitely could talk about my time in high school and uh, and my time with uh with Jimmy World but I'll let you start this one off. Uh well since I'm a little younger than you like some things were like I was in like elementary school and grade school like uh like I definitely remember the middle being the biggest song on Yeah Much that was Music one of their number on the radio ones for yeah. a while. Um and that's like one thing that got me into I guess uh, like that and stuff like Blink-182 and Green Day at the time that sort of got me more into, I guess, alternative music. Like they're all like very mainstream bands, but that led me down like Blink and Green Day led me down the road of finding actual punk music. And like Jimmy World led me down the pathway of like finding like indie rock, like like Death Cab for Cutie and like shit like that. And probably like yeah, like Maybe the indie like emo Motion City soundtrack and like stuff like that. So they're like a good, like a fan, like at like I don't know, I would have been like 10, 11, and there would have been like a fa- they were like a fantastic gateway band into like a bunch of other sick bands, and then like stuff like Pain that being in Tony Hawk's Underground Two, I think, and, and it was also in um, just just Midnight you know, Club, just pivotal Club. stuff, in yeah. My, Youth. For me, it was, I mean, Bleed American came out in 2001. 
and I remember in my early, like my, uh, you know, 13, 12, 11 year old years, uh, preteen years and early teens, I remember the middle and sweetness and, uh, and all of those songs off of bleed American, oh, yeah. which is a, like a, a very sweetness was also like the menu song in NHL 2003, I think. There you go. They were in a lot of videos. Yeah, games. they, they were in a lot. That's how I really came across Jimmy Eat World was a lot of their music was in like video games. And that was sick. They were in a lot of video games and they were in a lot of, a lot of movies, uh, um, movies. They really like it really. They really were part of the crest of that early kind of emo indie rock, punk rock, pop, or pop, not punk rock, pop punk ish wave that came in the kind of middle of the aughts that you uh that was hugely popular um bleed american is decidedly and and definitely different from their first album clarity which is definitely a way more like uh old school 90s emo record um bleed well, american is other albums before that too yeah static prevails for static clarity. prevails too um and uh and both of those albums uh uh, sorry, yeah, Static Prevails too. The the Static Prevails and Clarity are both um, uh, very, very, very uh, much influenced by like bands like Sunny Day Real Estate. Um, yeah, and, it's very and, more melancholic, sort of somber music. Whereas like Bleed American, I think it's almost sort of like post hardcore in some like it's heavy like there's yeah. heavy riffs on well there. i mean and that's something per- that even listening now like i realize when jimmy world decides to get heavy they can get heavy like they have a nice distortion tone that they've had consistently throughout 20 years and like, also also and- i just the you know i when i was younger i didn't realize how guitar driven a lot of the songs are um yeah which is really uh like they have a nice kind of like barometer where they switch levels between very like crunchy driven um like you said almost heavy almost like metal at times like post hardcore sound uh tone in the things that they write and then they also have kind of like the the poppy indie influence and then they have songs that are straight up kind of like uh indie experimental like yeah. kind of leaning like back if you into just the- changed the vocals on like the sweetness and added uh Cedric's vocals it could easily be like an at the drive-in song yeah and I mean you definitely see that you definitely see that the kind of like 90s emo uh like bands like drive like Jehu or like like I said Sunny Day Real Estate um uh a bunch of other bands um that you just see um that kind of sound influence going through them in especially in the first two records, but then it kind of becomes distilled as they get older. I mean, you have to understand that this band's been around since 1993. So like when they got to bleed American, they were hitting their kind of like stride in popularity. And you can definitely feel that that album is more accessible. But then when you get to futures, it's like they kind of flipped the perception on its head, which I think is really cool because when I was young, so when I was a kid, I was definitely aware of the songs on Bleed American that were charting, that were on the radio, and they were around all the time. I loved the song Sweetness, The Middle, um, 
authority song, you know, all of that stuff. And when I got to high school, yeah. I had Hear a bunch of me was a big yeah, hear you me, uh, a bunch of people, uh, that were my friends, my close friends, shout out Dave and, uh, Matt and John. And we were all into kind of like the punk hardcore, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and Dave was actually the one who, who, uh, burnt me copies of Static Prevails and Clarity, uh, and I bought Bleed American um, and Futures in like grade nine at a CD store in Huntsville, or maybe it was grade ten. No, it was grade nine. I think in grade nine I bought Bleed American, and then in grade ten I bought Futures and like Dashboard Confessional and a bunch of stuff in a CD record store in Huntsville, uh, Muskoka. And, um, you know, it wasn't as easy to get music then as it is now. Uh, so like I only had heard a couple songs from futures, like the one, uh, like pain and that's pretty much it. Um, and even that song, I mean, that's not a, a fun song. It's a really kind of heavy, um, uh, and melancholy, almost post-hardcore-y sound, but that album Futures, the whole thing kind of took what they made in Bleed American, which was this very kind of like accessible pop indie pop-punk sound, and they just switched it on its head because Futures is an incredibly like genre-defying and almost experimental album. Like, and it, it goes. Like, re-listening to all of this stuff, Futures is yeah. a fucking banger. And when I was... All those riffs, like the song Futures, like the opening riff. Yeah, that song is... It's crazy. And uh, I and the production on it, like the value of the production and engineering is mind-blowing. Um, and so listening to these all now, I, you know, not only was it the wave of nostalgia... Uh, listening to clarity again in my car today, uh, driving around and and feeling like I was in high school again, um, and revisiting uh, uh, a lot of the the early '90s stuff and the '90s emo stuff, and then uh, you know a couple of days ago listening to Bleed American and Futures and Chase This Light and all of the stuff that came out in in the like aughts in the 2001 to 2000 and uh, uh, eight, 2009 area. Uh, you really, I really was, you know, um, blown away by the kind of depth of the band. Uh, and also the, 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 um, songwriting and just the fact that they have almost every album sounds like them, but it's different. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, I haven't listened like, well, that I mean, that's what I realized. I I haven't listened to a lot of the more recent albums, so I started listening to it, and I was like, "Oh, there's pretty much there's like a Jimmy Eat World sound. There's a Jimmy Eat World structure. Like I think it's probably seventy five percent of their songs start off with a guitar, like yeah. melody or a guitar, just like strumming a chord or something. Uh, but like they have structure, they have their melodies, and like they found what works for them and they found how like there's Jimmy eat world. Like there's a Jimmy eat world sound. And like a lot of bands that, especially from like the mid two thousands and like that rock, almost like pop punk, like pop rock uh, genre. A lot of them almost the only way like they've like remained relevant is by going purely pop. Like, 
a lot of bands like now a lot of like song like band like paramore or like uh fallout boy none of their songs have like real instruments anymore it's all like it's, it's all like yeah they move they stuff and but it's like jimmy world it's like oh no there's still a guitar driven rock band i mean you you had cool. there, there cool. were a couple of the albums there like like um like yeah they definitely experimented with different stuff before the most part it's like yeah it's two guitars drums bass and vocals and that's uh, you know yeah and i i mean i i have to say that uh upon listening to all of the newer stuff that i might have missed um i think the last album that i actually really listened to was invented um and that was that came out i think in uh 2013 no 2010, 2010. Uh, and that was probably the last one that I really listened to. And, you know, you can definitely see with them, you can see the way that they are trying different things. And also, um, you know, as you age, you, they want to write more songs that, cause like you find things on integrity blues and damage and invented that are like, you have they have the old kind of Jimmy World sound, but then you have stuff that's more like stripped down acoustic or like synthy songs, but not in a yeah. in a like pop yeah, sound in a pop way and like a rocky synth, like indie synth type stuff. Um and they do different things. I I don't I mean maybe it's just my nostalgia talking, but like uh the first four records, uh Static Prevails Clarity. Uh, and specifically bleed clarity bleed american of futures um like that three album run to me is like it means a lot to me uh because it was so influential to me in my life and in high school and in my like early adulthood and teenage years that um that uh um you know listening to the stuff that came afterwards it did, it was especially no offense jimmy world but uh damage and integrity blues didn't do so much for me but yes, the latest yeah. I, record I that they dropped at the eco's on when integrity blues came out and remember listening to it and be like oh i i, I used to listen to jimmy world and putting it in just being like eh yeah but then that's but then i don't know i've listened to newer records i'm like oh no i like i dig them i, I don't think if no, I, I, like, I don't think that they're like, I don't think that objectively they're bad musicians or anything. Just this is my, in my opinion, no. it wasn't until I, cause because of, of, uh, of damage and integrity blues kind of not being exactly my cup of tea. Uh, I, I kind of fell off and then recently listening to surviving, I was like, wow, this record is great. And surviving is really a return to form uh, it's almost it's almost kind of like a sequel to Futures in a way, but it's like Futures is kind of darker. Surviving is more like kind of like hopeful, almost like like metal sounding. Like it's very like I don't know. I can't even explain it, but it's just fucking fun to listen to. They they have a song on it called uh, Criminal. What was it called? Criminal. Criminal energy. Yeah, criminal energy. And it's it's so good. And surviving the song, surviving and all the way stay. And a couple of the other ones are just really great songs. And I, you know, I was pleasantly surprised listening to that uh 
Um, but yeah, when I was in high school, this was one of the bands and I had, a, uh, my buddies went to see them and he got me a Jimmy Eat World shirt. And, uh, it was one of the driving around, uh, bands that we would listen to. And, um, you know, listening back to these in the last week or so has been such like a wave of nostalgia, but I've also realized how great, like why they're so seminal, like how great bleed American and futures, uh, and clarity yeah. are as records and like how kind of like definitive they are, uh, of a very specific time in, in music. Um, and yeah, if I could say anything yeah. out of it, futures, uh, if you like Jimmy world, or you remember, uh, uh, you know, the middle and stuff like that, go back and listen to bleed American, but definitely listen to futures front to back. It is an album that you need to listen to front to back. It, it, it flows in a very specific way. Um, and it's just really good. Like some of the songs on that album are just unbelievable. Um, yeah. So I guess, have you ever seen them in 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 uh, in like live? Have you ever gotten a chance no. to see them? No, I, see me neither. Not that, not that I've. I don't think so. Which no. is weird no, because I can't say I have. Because thinking back on like how influential this band is for 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 me, and the fact that I haven't seen them, that's kind of wild. Um, so I guess we don't have any live show stories to tell. But, uh, no. but yeah, no, they've been, I, and like, it's crazy that they're almost 30 years in and they're still pumping out music. Like, let's talk well, about that for a second. Not really, because like, like, they're still doing it and like, your influence is very clear. Like, I was just reading, like, they're supposed to tour with like, The Front Bottoms, Turnover, and Joyce Manor, which are all bands clearly influenced by Jimmy Eat World. That would be and a now sick they're show. opening for Jimmy Eat World. That would have been a sick tour. I would have gone to see that. Yeah, that got canceled due to COVID, but uh, yeah, um, that would have been a cool tour. But like, yeah, like now, like all the sort of like popular pop rock emo bands now, like Jimmy Eat World is like that's that's the band to like that genre now. Like, yeah, and the fact that surviving is so that their latest release is, is kind of a return to form of the like influence of the emo and the post hardcore and like even the kind of like metal sounds in it and stuff like that. Yeah. And the, and just the tones of the guitar and the yeah. songwriting, it's very stripped back. Like you said, it's very much two guitar players, a bass player and a drummer on that record. Yeah. It's very much like taking it back to early, uh, early Jimmy world and, 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 you know, you have a couple songs that have some experimental stuff in it, but it's a very, very like simple, straightforward, like emo rock record. Well, even on Clarity, you had like uh like process drums, like electric drum parts and like loops and stuff. And like it it's cool. And like they've always been experimental. So like oh, that's yeah. why no it's, doubt. it's no not doubt. weird for them to do it because they've always had a consistent sound and every album has always had maybe you know, th- how does their sound, but then there's maybe been two, three, four songs that are like, oh, that's something different. That's weird. Okay, cool. At least they're still trying something new. You know, maybe they're not all hits. There's some, some might miss, but like at least a band still 20 well, some odd years is still finding I, I, ways to do something new and like get 
improve on themselves instead, yeah. without completely I'm, just being like that's Fuck that's it, what completely i meant. change it. we're a ska band now like, sorry <laughs> that's what i meant when it said it's impressive that the 30 years in and still doing it still making music what i meant yeah. by saying that was they're still making jimmy Eat world music like it's still yeah. very very much the same uh vein in the same vein and oh my god sorry uh, in the same vein, uh, did you hear that? I don't know if that was. If you guys heard that, brrr, I accidentally touched a uh, a a thing on my monitor and it just buzzed really loud. So if you're wondering what that was, that was that, that sound. Um, yeah, no, the fact that they're still making music that is, um, you know, they haven't pivoted into something that's uh, that's totally different just to kind of like remain relevant. I guess that's what I was saying. That they continue yeah. to make music that's very much in line with where they started and yet still being fresh and new. Because if you look at like integrity blues or damage, it's a lot more acoustic stuff. Um, and it's it's a lot, a lot more like songwriter type stuff. And then, you know, they have a bunch of, uh, songs that have kind of like cool instrumentation or they're bringing in, uh, sounds that you don't expect, but it's all kind of a little bit lower key. Um, and then surviving is back to what the energy you see on like bleed American and futures and stuff. And I mean, I think it started like all bands get to a certain point and they, once they start having more money to produce stuff, cause like chase that this light is, um, uh, a fantastically produced album. Um, there's a couple songs from it that I like, uh, but, uh, I, um, yeah, re-listening sort of to where it, I, their sort of decline sort of sort of like began, I guess. Like that's where all their songs started. I've been like, okay, that's where it started stuff sounding the same. And then I guess that's why the albums after it have they're like more stripped down. And I don't know, it's they sort of really master the sound of like the teenage drama music, like uh like music for like the OC. yeah i mean chase this light like futures was like kind of like driven dark emotional uh and but it was still very much the like the jimmy world from bleed american but then chase this light is kind of like the jimmy world when they're they've reached their peak or they've 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 been living at their peak for a while and Uh, some of the songwriting is just kind of like that. That's one of the things that I noticed in, in the kind of uh, tooth, like from chase this light until, until surviving some of the albums, it's kind of like the same song over and over again, just like slightly Mm -hmm. different, Um, which wasn't so much there on futures and bleed American on chase this light. It's there. it's very well produced and there's some songs on it that I do like invented is a little bit less polished. Um, but it has so many songs and it has a lot of variety. Uh, but then damage and integrity blues, that's where I kind of fell off. Like I think chases light and invented are both good records, but they're not as good as bleed American and futures to me. Um, so yeah, you know, there's songs on chase this light that are like, really good big casinos and always be yeah, a couple well, other of the yeah, singles that's, that's and whatever but uh yeah um, but, but like but yeah past that it sort of really just sort of falls in the background of their 
discography. Yeah, and I mean, Invented has some really good shit on it, like the song Coffee and Cigarettes and a couple other songs that are on there that are are really sound like old Jimmy Eat World. And um, they had a song on there. I forget which song it was, but they had the original vocalist on one of the songs. And, and there's some songs where, and that's where they started really leading into like the kind of like folky, um, kind of like acoustic driven, uh, uh, more stripped down songs. Yeah. Yeah, Sort of like indie rock stuff. And at that, that point it was like, Oh, this is kind of cool because that was like what the rage was at the time that, you know, when you're getting to 2009 to about 2015, that period where like the kind of stripped down folk pop, pop, uh, everybody just wants to hear you fucking hit a guitar and go, Ooh, Ooh. Yeah, or and like pop punk in the was distance with like ten guys just go, drinking beers. Going from like 2007 ish to say like 2015 is like the heyday of because I would say like the beer commercial rock. Let's call it that beer. Yeah, but also, but also we it's the kind of like alternative, uh, the the young. Um, Cause like with all genres, I find that like something becomes popular and then, and then it's popular for a bit, but then all the kind of like, uh, root, the different genres that, that grow out from it become kind of like the thing. So like in the, in the nineties and two thousands, you had grunge, you had indie, you had emo rock, like blah, 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 blah. And then those reached a point where they got into the mainstream. And then in 2000 and like mid 2000s to mid 2010s was like your metalcore, your post hardcore, uh, like the second wave of post hardcore, the like folk punk, the all the stuff that was like coming out of what had come before. And so like it wasn't surprising to me to see Jimmy Eat World trying to um, kind of capture some of those sounds and explore it. But then the fact that they kind of went multiple albums doing it kind of wore down on me. I mean, there are songs on damage and integrity blues that I like. Um, and you know, I don't think that they're, uh, they're, they're in any way bad musicians, but, uh, those aren't the albums that I, you know, I don't fall back into them as much invented. Yeah. There's a couple tracks. Well, it's on hard there. when like you can tell that like a band's just become like complacent and they're like, okay, they know how to write their songs. Like even a band as, as much as I like them and as talented as they are, but like completely different genre, like metal, uh, like architects. Like I, I can listen to a song and in five seconds be like, that's an architect song. But now it's like the last four albums have almost sounded the exact same. And I couldn't tell you which album a song comes from. And that's the thing. I still like the idea of conceptual albums where it's like, okay, yeah, this album has a sound, but like, I don't like when it's like full, like a full departure, but I like when it's something when, when it's like, yeah, you have the recipe, but you're adding something on top of the recipe. You're not fully changing it. You know what works. But now you're just adding more shit to that to try to make it better. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, lost my. No, I get no. I, I, it's it's just to me. It's like you know, and of course, like obviously, musicians change. Like that's a thing yeah. that's in the equation that people don't think about too. Like you know, when you're young and you're making music, uh, there is a more, um, and you're young in a, as a person. Um, 
as a, as a human being, when you're in your early twenties and you're in your late teens, you've got a fist full of fire. Like, you know, you're ready to swing at the world and there's an aggression and a uh, sense of confidence and um, willing to willingness to carve out your own sound, even if nobody's done it before, or even if you're not doing it perfectly right, because everybody, it's that whole thing. What do you call it? When you start making something you think that you're really good at, and then after learning more, you realize you don't know anything and you have to build yourself back up to the point where you're confident. And I think that that like sweet spot of your early twenties making music is where so much experimentation happens and so much cool stuff. So, you know, during their early albums, they were, you know, full of energy and cutting, carving things out. And, you know, I think that when they did Static Prevails, Clarity, Bleed American and Futures, Bleed American is really the album there that's a departure um, in many ways. Yeah. And then the other three are kind of like emo slash post-hardcore music. Uh, and then Chase This Light is kind of leaning more into the like stadium rock, like beer commercial rock, like you said. And then, yeah. and then it, it, I think it got kind of lukewarm response. So then they were like back to the drawing board invented is kind of them just kind of fucking around trying to figure out what they're going to do. And then they went into doing kind of the stripped down folksy, uh, you know, folk punk, uh, folk, post hardcore whatever. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, uh, that, that sound. And that was the I, main I think, thing that drove them. I mean, don't get me wrong again, songs on damage and integrity blues. I do like, uh, and I don't think that they're bad records. If you like that kind of music, uh, and stuff like, I think they're, they're, they're right. But to me surviving when I listened to it was really just like a return to, Hey, now let's try doing something a bit more aggressive again. And it really worked for me. So, you know, it's, it's, and it's amazing to look at a band with this much longevity to see how much they've changed and see and, and, and kind of like muse on their career, especially because they haven't taken a lot of left turns like you said, we're not all of a sudden getting a record that's like an electro pop record. It's been pretty much yeah. the same, uh, the yeah, same you get dude. Some new, you get some new spices here and there, and you get get a couple of sweet treats every so often. But for the most part, uh, when you listen to a record, you know what you're getting. Yeah, it's literally, if literally. You're a fan of that, then you're going to be pretty happy. And not that any of it's awful it's not none of it's bad music but like some of it's definitely very mid very mid and for and if i'm gonna go listen to jimmy world i definitely know which albums i prefer yes so what would <laughs> so, you say would be your favorite then are you agreeing with me on futures or no my favorite is personally bleed american that's see this is the thing is i that, lean like, towards bleed american and clarity more futures i i think i nice. think that Bleed American is probably my favorite too, but on my, on the re-listen, I enjoyed Futures the most. But like I said to you when we were texting, I feel like Futures is one of those records that when it came out, it was like kind of beyond the purview. Oh, sorry, I just blew into the beyond the purview of 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 fans. Like it was kind of a couple years ahead of itself. 
And so when it came out, like me being a, uh, you know, it came out in 2004. So I was 14, you know, I'm 15 years old when I first, or, or just turning 15 when I got the, the, uh, um, physical copy of the record and had it for me myself to digest and my knowledge of music and my knowledge of Oh, excuse me, production and my knowledge of, 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 um, my experiences with music and stuff and my knowledge of different genres and songwriting and all that was not what it is now. So when I listen to it again now, all the way through and I catch the nuances and I catch the production and I catch the songwriting and I, and listening it to it directly after listening to bleed American and seeing the differences, I was just surprised at how well it's aged and how much I enjoyed it. Um, so, you know, I guess I agree with you that bleed American is the one that I do would, would be my favorite, but also futures is kind of tied there. I don't know. I just listen to Bleed American a lot more. I've listened to it way more times. I know more songs. I can sing more songs off that one. So yeah, uh, I definitely. I definitely was driving around just shouting the words along to both of those albums. Even some of the clarity songs when I was listening to it uh, today, I was like, "This is great. This is fantastic." Great band, yeah, fantastic so, band. And they've influenced so many different, uh, uh, so many different other bands. And like, it's just crazy that you're coming up on, th- on 30 years of making music and you've got, you know, two dudes doing a podcast about it. Like incredible. And they also did well. Yeah. I mean, they had multiple number one songs on the billboard alternative chart uh, they, uh, several singles from bleed American all charted within the top 20. The middle was number one pain from futures was number one, you know, um, uh, chase this light, which is again, much more accessible, uh, because of them kind of reaching the status that they were at and it's more stadium Rocky and stuff. They peaked at number five on the billboard 200. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. that's crazy that this band well, from mesa arizona really popular from 1999 to 2009 i feel like they had a pretty popular stretch now now i feel like they're definitely not picking up like any new fans i don't think well not not through their new music at least i don't think their new albums are really picking up any new fans it's definitely people that have listened to these those albums that we like and have stuck by them yeah and i've just been but like i'm sure people now like listen to whatever the cool emo bands are now i don't know well now know. what you have happening in 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 music because but i'm hip-hop, sure hip-hop, hip-hop jimmy became... world still getting new fans by people going by listening to newer bands oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah oh yeah. this band loves jimmy world so i listen to them and then oh shit oh and then you know, eventually somebody's going to hear the middle and be like, oh, I've heard this song a trillion times somewhere. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy too, to see how much they, you know, like how much, uh, diversity they have. I know I said this before, but like, even in their music, like looking at the, at the wiki page, it says that the genres are alternative rock, emo pop, emo, power pop, pop punk alternative. And, 
even though all of those things are kind of in the same genus, you know, like they're distant relatives or close relatives. Yeah, it's definitely like same branch on like but but it's it, when you thing. when you really you know when you're really getting down to the the nitty gritty of it they really much they very much are because like emo pop is different is way different than a real true like 90s emo like alt alt music and but then there are definitely yeah. songs that are like kind of like pop punky songs and then there are definitely like, cuz the middle is definitely a pop punk song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pop but then if you song, went back sweetness is like a post hardcore song. Yeah, it's like a post hardcore pop song. And then yeah. you go back to like Static Prevails and that's like yeah. real And then Lucky Denver mints like a fucking movie ballad. Yeah. And you go down and you look at the you look at the stuff from from Static Prevails and Clarity and there's stuff that's like you know, heavy use of the loop pedals, like you said, uh, fuzzy, very fuzzy and clangy guitars, uh, you know, um, electronic drum loops with, with these like almost wailing vocals over top. And it's a very, very much like this nineties emo sound. And then, Oh, that's also another thing is that their vocalist, Jim, <laughs> uh, like his voice, like, has consistently been the same yeah like there's there hasn't been any dramatic changes in it like i'm sure his voice is probably deeper now because i'm sure he's a 40 50 nearly 50 year old man now i'm sure but so he definitely has probably a deeper probably raspier voice but for the most part like there's no huge transition like in some some bands you'll hear it well will where it's like okay this is when he was 20 and it's like oh this is when he's 30 and now his like voice is shot this is when he was 30 after after 10 like, years of touring and smoking cigarettes yeah, or something and, but for the most part his voice has sounded 100 the same yeah for the most part like and yeah and he has a unique voice too like that's one of the things that i really like about jimmy world because you know yeah, uh, I don't aside know how to from, describe it. Is he has that voice, and also the vocalist of Motion City Soundtrack has that voice where it's I don't know, like where it is in the register. It's just a nice sort of floaty pitch. It sort of just floats, and nice. also it's like not too deep. It's not too high. It's kind of just like, and it's and it's kind right of there. weird. Like I think that's yeah. one of the things that sets it out, sets it apart, is that it's kind like the tone and timber and and you know just the 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 way that his voice sounds is he can do all the things that a lot of really great pop vocalists can do, um, but his voice sounds so uniquely him that when he does it, it's kind of off. But by being off from what you expect, it kind of rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can have songs that are like Hear Me Now, which is a very, very subdued ballad. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and and it's very pretty. But then you have songs like um oh my god, what's it? The da, 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 oh, da. oh, that's Bleed American. Yeah, like, Bleed American, yeah. where that song is like he's almost like sounds like he's almost like uh, 
kind of yeah, like he's almost like yelling yelling almost. but like it still sounds like he's singing it's very it's, it's very different it's and all it's, like, it's all very melodic like there's never like uh yeah his vocals are just it's just on point on point like yeah i get and that's where like the the post hardcore element of it comes because you know he's there are parts in their music which are you know there are sections of of song and whole songs that are very heavy like you yeah. could have you could take the song futures and probably like have someone like you know doing the it pop punk like, like, like yeah, 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 yeah. over it or some shit like and if, it would, like of a four year strong which is definitely a more hardcore yo that's unbelievable band, sure. that that like would, that riffs yeah. sounds like that could easily be a four year strong riff you're not wrong that's that's a crazy comparison that just blew my mind and i love it and i love it thank you for that um yeah no it's just it's so crazy that how much even within the same albums, especially in that, like the, the bleed American futures clarity, um, how you have so much diversity in song, song style and writing and, 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 you know, you have songs that are very, very much guitar driven over vocal driven, but then you have stuff, songs that are vocally driven over the, like hear you me is, is a very vocally driven song. Um, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. There's other songs on, uh, I got to pull up the album so I can look at the names here because, um, I have so many, uh, but there are other songs on, on future. Like even a song like, uh, your new aesthetic, like that's like another like heavy song too. Yeah. Or like, even if you look at futures that's and you look song. at, uh, like pain versus, uh, uh, What's the one? Is that if you only once would let me? Is that drugs or me? Or work? Great song. Futures. Night drive. Nothing wrong. Like all of these songs are sick, and they all sound like them. But each one of them, much like with Bleed American, each one of them is very different, uh, and it's crazy, and I love it. And it, one of the things that I have to say about them is that all of their records sound very cohesive. Whether or not I like the direction for the record, like like Damage and Chase This Light and uh, and all that stuff, um, you know, even the early stuff, even Static Prevails, uh, which I also had a copy of. I had a copy of, of Static Prevails. Yeah. Um, none of their albums are too all over the place. Yeah, like, none uh, of them are. Yeah. They're perfectly, they have enough variation with all of them within it, and they explore different sounds while still keeping their own. Um, mm -hmm. But but it never gets too out of hand. It feels very controlled, uh, and I really love that. Like Even with something like Invented, the deluxe edition of Invented has 18 songs, and... Um, it still really works well, you know, coffee and cigarettes, my best theory, uh, you know, all of these songs, uh, are, are really good and it's 18 tracks and it still works. It's still, you know, it still holds itself together as a Jimmy world record, which I, I really like, uh, and even surviving, which is shorter. It's only 10 songs. Um, but it all works very well together. Even the songs that are like, five 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 which is a song that has a bunch of synths in it and stuff it still sounds like them and it's still it's i just 
they're just great songwriters. Yeah. Uh, even if I, I don't really need to listen to the newer ones more. And like, it's like, yeah, I haven't like gotten into um, like the newer records too much, but like I've listened to it and there's definitely been songs where I'm like, yep, that's cool. I want to listen to that again for sure. And I'm glad that we did this and that this sort of like forced me to listen to the newer records. Cause if you asked me like two weeks ago to be like, oh, you want to listen to new Jimmy Eat World? I'd be like, no, I'm going to listen to old Jimmy Eat World. Well, now, since I've actually had a reason to listen to new Jimmy World, I'm like, oh, you know what? Actually, I might listen to new Jimmy World because there is some cool shit there. And you know what? I might find something that I didn't necessarily find on my first listen or second listen even. Oh, and another like, song I, another song from them that I really like is... Um, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of good songs in Clarity, like Lucky Denver Mint. I like that first song, Table for Glasses. Yeah. For me, this is heaven. The song Clarity is good. Um, yeah, there's just so many good, good tracks. There's just such a solid band. Even And you know what? I agree with you, too, because even going back and listening or go, like going and listening to the stuff that they've released, like, uh, 2007 onwards like revisiting invented I was like oh yeah I remember sitting in the basement apartment that I lived in in Toronto and listening to invented um, when it came out and uh, and being like oh this is this is sick like you know like this is pretty good and and listening to it back I, I there was a nostalgia with that too but I was very, you know, pleased. I think I like Invented more than I like Chase, Chase This Light. Its production is not as good, like the engineering, but songwriting-wise, they do some really cool stuff. But Damage and Integrity Blues, didn't. it's not really my cup of tea, but still solid records. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about my tastes, not about the objective. Uh, the, a couple of those songs sound like they're very similar. I think it might be a bit too cohesive, but Surviving... Uh, I really, really like. And of course, everybody's different. Some people love the acoustic songs and I love the stripped down stuff and want something that's a little bit less aggressive and more introspective. And and that's fine with them too, you know. They're fine with me too. It's fine for them. It's you know, different strokes for different folks or whatever you say. But yeah, what a fucking banger band, right? Like, it's crazy to think about yeah. it. And like, like I don't been, know, there's not many f fucking rock bands that, that have been around since then that are still putting out like consistent. Like, it, I don't know, there's like Jimmy Warhol, there's Foo Fighters are still putting out decent rock records, but like, there's not really like any sort of just like rock bands that are really putting out like just straight out rock records anymore. That uh, have, I have mean, been doing so since like since, a as consistently like from like like there's like every almost every other 90s band has like had a period where they've like either broken up they've had lineup changes but and like you know big changes uh i would stuff. say death but cab like, death cab is still yeah, yeah, yeah. Death cabs, yeah, and they're still wrong, relatively they're still stuff. Yeah, th their last record that they put out was also very good. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. In fact, uh, when it came out, I think it was in 2019 or early 2020. Anyway, 
um, they, uh, uh, when it came out, I listened to it and, um, I was just, I sat down on my bed with grace and I put it on and it, I didn't get up until it was done. I just listened to it all the way through. And I haven't done that for a long time. It was really a really good record. And actually with surviving, I did that too. I put it on two days ago in the morning or whatever, uh, or after, after Megan left on Wednesday and, uh, and I, I just listened to the whole thing. I was like, wow, this is great. Also like other bands from that era that actually have been put in, like have done some like really cool stuff recently, like taking back stun day still puts out decent records. Brand new. They broke up now, I guess, but their last album was really good. Um, and yeah, that was all that all sort of maintains that early 2000s sort of taking back Sunday is an interesting. Yeah, they have some albums that are pretty and eh, but then there's some just hints of like awesomeness on some records. So I'm going to look at here and but, see what like, see what but they their have. first three albums like going uh, like. Uh, what's the first one? Tell your friends where you want to be and louder now, like those three. Records oh, those are Sunday. like those seminal. are like, M emo like post hardcore like pop punk like just anthems. Like where free, where you want to be is like one of the best. I mean, tell all your friends is incredible. Yeah. Tell all your friends is like incredible. Where you want to be is like one of the high school, uh, one of the high school pinnacle I can't, records. I always for fucking me. forget their fucking song titles. Like, what's the song? Dun, 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 dun. She said, oh, she said, down, don't let it that? go to your head. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, something summer. That's um, it's from the first album. You're so last summer. That you're so last summer. That song is that goes like if you can play that any part of like my life, and I'll start just like I'll I'll fucking turn into a little thirteen year old emo girl. I'll uh, put the hair right on my eyes. I'll start having black mascara running. There's care. that I'm first, like, that Tell All Your Friends record, like the songs on it are pretty wild. Like it's got You're So Last Summer, Timberwolves at New Jersey, Ghost Man on Third, Great Romances of the 20th Century. There's no I in Team, Cute Without the E. Like there's yeah. some, there's some bangers. But then the second one, Where You Want to Be, and this is like my... Again, so they're like new American classic and stuff. Yeah, like it's got either. new American classic, uh, and the number five with a bullet, 180 by summer, uh, photograph is sun, proof. Photograph I know, I know. Proof. Yeah, decade a decade under the influence. The union. Yeah, like it's 180 by summer. Yeah, yeah those so on the inside. Yeah, that's, that's the last that's one. Little devotional. Like fun. all of these songs are like bangers. Like t- where you want to be is such like. I had a copy, a physical copy of this. Like, I wish that I didn't have to get rid of all of my CDs when I moved um, because I had like like 300 CDs, 400 CDs from my high school years because I would go and buy CDs every week um, because I just loved music. And I had a copy of Where You Want to Be. And it was, in, it was on rotation in the homies' cars, when I went to the cottage, I would listen to it all the time. Uh, and yeah, that record is just so good. Same with Bleed American and Futures. 
I would listen to them, especially in my later teens, like when I was like in grade 12 and even during my year off between grade 12 and university, those got played, played and played and played louder. Now, uh, what's on louder? Oh, make damn sure. What's it feel like to be a ghost? uh, Liar, liar. Uh, fucking damn. This one's, this one's amazing. There's, there's a whole, there's dude, there's a, what's the, uh, there's a bunch on there that are just absolute rippers. Uh, 2020 surgery, spin, Miami error operator, divine intervention. I'll let you live. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that album is sick my too. Blue, my blue heaven. And then I remember. I think I remember new again. Sing it in the air. Um. That taking back Sunday self-titled. Then, oh, yeah, the self-titled then, one is the has El Paso and Call Me in the Morning and This Is All Now. And that's the one where they like were a little bit more self-serious. And I and then they they vanished for a while. Yeah. I and then they came back and put out Happiness Is, which I don't think I have some songs on there. There's like Flicker Fades, a really good song. Like that's a very big, like just stadium rock song, but it, 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 it goes. It, it's a, it's I a think, slapper, I think that's know? the one that I liked. And then the other one was the one that sounds country title wave. Uh, yeah. Flicker Fade has like the big, like fucking crescendoing outro where there's like 30 like vocal layers where it's like Flicker, Flicker, Fade. It doesn't sound like that, but you know what I mean. I think it was Tidal Wave that sounds more like the album Tidal Wave. I don't know. I I haven't really listened to much of their new albums, but that's another band where those three albums go so hard. And they're also still putting out stuff, but they're also still just kind of like, you know, coasting off fans that they've had from the beginning. And they're still, they've just sort of, you know, they've also. Oh, and other bands in the Jimmy World wheelhouse. The Get Up Kids, something corporate, uh, a lot of people like that. Even people like Dashboard Confession, all the all of those bands that were in the orbit of that and and formed in the early two thousands or like in the mid nineties and early nineties, like Jimmy yeah, like, World. Yeah. You you wind up seeing a lot of like crossovers and stuff. You know, it's it's crazy to think that that was that we're looking back on the old. Uh, on the old old world our old world that it's now you know yeah because like these are all bands like if we said any of this to our parents our parents would be like who what what are you talking about but anyone our age is like oh yeah those were the fucking bands they rocked but then if you said this to a bunch of people who are younger they'd be like like, oh the classics like oh yeah the oh yeah like that old band that my like brother listened to or even my my dad because like i'm i'm 30 if i had a kid when i was 18 our age that now have like kids like i'm sure jesse's kids i'm sure jesse's kids probably listen to like jimmy world or something i don't know jesse's kids are probably cool that's wild. Like, I know it's for crazy. sure his kids are going to be like into My Chemical Romance because him and his wife are so into My Chemical Romance and like the used and stuff, <laughs> which is like, 
where MCR, that's the weird MCR thing is that that, that's what emo got co-opted to it's like no that's like melodic post hardcore is what that's that melodic was, like alternative pop like yeah but then people started pop. calling that emo it's like no, no emo is not, jimmy world G- emo's made emo by pop. dudes in button-up shirts and glasses yeah. <laughs> it's their like, emo emo pop i would say or like yeah. post post hardcore pop i guess i don't know I don't even know what you call it. Doesn't really matter. Who cares? Genres don't heavier. exist. It's Way just heavier. Genres are just labels that people put on things. Um, I know. No, that's what that's what I'm saying is that the emo name got co-opted to like people that wear like heavy eyeliner and stuff. It's like what? No, it's just like sad, sort of slow rock music, kind of. What is? I just want to see if this is. Tell me. Can you hear this? Can you hear anything? I hear you. No. No, huh. I don't hear anything. Other well, than rats, I was trying to play something on here so that we could talk about it, but it's not going to work. Ain't that just a, a lovely thing? Um, well, we'll do that. I'll get that sorted. And then so the next time I try it, I don't seem like a, an absolute uh, dolt. Um, yeah, a, a fool, a buffoon. Together, buddy. <laughs> dumb dolt. Um, yeah, no. And I mean, again, don't get me wrong. Uh, when we're talking about all this stuff, I know, I know people who really like chase this light and who really like some of the records from Jimmy world that I don't like. I'm not saying saying they're bad records. I'm just saying some of them aren't my, you know, aren't our cup of tea, my jams, you know, it's not like, you know, it's like some certain flavors of pizza. Like, you know, I, I, I do fuck with like you know feta on pizza but like that's not my like go-to yeah exactly there you go um and the other thing that's crazy is like you talk about the influence of this band you think about the fact that like even in the local scene here we had somebody we had people who were we had a band called static static prevails that were named after that album by jimmy jimmy world like that they have such My a wild influence is engaged yeah engaged to one of the people in that band so yeah well that band doesn't or exist anymore but. i i don't know where they're at they're somewhere in that length of area of relation fake title things i don't know whatever anyway yeah it's uh it's it's just crazy to see how how big they uh how big the um and why the influence of Jimmy world. Is. Yeah, no, uh, it's weird. Cause like kind of like they kind of died out, like, like their popularity and sort of like uh, influence kind of died out. But then out of nowhere, there was like a huge resurgence of that sort of sound that they popularized. And then out of nowhere, there was a lot of people giving their kudos to Jimmy world being like, Oh yeah, that was that was like the main influence in yeah. like us deciding, like because there's a lot of dudes specifically around here that were like in big beefy fucking hardcore beatdown bands, and then next thing you know they're in like a fucking soft melodic like rock band, Me. and it's like what happened? They're like, oh, I chilled out and listened to some Jimmy Eat World and got my feelings in order, and it's like. Yeah, cool, cool. Well, I, think, I listened to Jimmy I World. That. <laughs> I, I listened to Jimmy World before I 
started a calm melodic thing, but you definitely, I definitely don't like that picture because I'm in it, but it's all right. I, I'll look at it. I'll accept my, my truth. But I mean, that's the nature of all things, you know, it comes around and, and everything's cyclical. And no, so, I, I'm not, sorry, no, no, I'm not I know I'm, 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 being, I'm just saying a lot of people went back to like in the same way where they went back to like shit that like they enjoyed when they were younger. It's just like, Hey, this is fun. And this is something that, you know, isn't huge right I, now. I wasn't but then actually, I think it was like a lot of like <laughs> similar wavelength people. Well, like, I, I wasn't actually that, mad. I was just, that's a joke. <laughs> um, no, the, I just, uh, no, I was just saying. I was just explaining further. But, the the you know. but you're right though that people I mean that's part of the whole cyclical nature of things like something becomes popular and it's around for a little bit and then you kind of get tired of it yeah. or it gets worn out and then you go explore new things but then you come back. I mean, yeah. think of our It's like the same thing when pop punk blew up 6 years ago again and it's like, "Oh, what? Why does everybody why is everybody in a Blink-182 cover band now? What the fuck's going on?" Even you though know, it, the, like, the heyday for Blink-182 was the mid 2000s. Yeah, so then all those kids grew up into their 20s and decided to start pop punk bands. And it's like, cool. And then also at the same time, a lot of those people then went other ways, like into the Jimmy World route at the same time. So it's like, you see how, yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm just saying how shit's cyclical too, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is too, is that like people get bored of certain sounds or whatever, and then they rediscover or even like that you just happen to have a band featured on a popular TV show or something in an episode and then you go, Oh shit. I remember that you look it up and then suddenly you and your friends are listening to, I mean, look at, okay, here's a prime well, example. It's like blowing up on TikTok now. Like now yeah. there's like random third eye blind songs that people are like, this is crazy. I can't believe this came out in 1996. It's like, what? This has been like the biggest song for like forever. You fucking adult. Like, what do you do? What? It's, it's, it's crazy to me too, because it's like, you know, you have, uh, um, people just kind of cycling back to stuff and TikTok is a huge that's a brilliant example that you that you brought up um because you have these things these viral videos that go around and suddenly somebody brings up a song and then that activates a whole group of young people to be interested in it and by being interested in it 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 snaps yeah, older people it's a second third life yeah second or third life and then it snaps the older people who used to listen to it go oh shit i haven't listened to that for years and then they go back and then they listen to it for a while and then they get it worn out and then they move on to something else but i was going to say like a prime example of the whole cyclical thing is that uh when when like you know 2017 2018 time when uh when we would hang out you and i would listen to our certified heaters playlist and it was all stuff from the mid 2000s and early or and and like late 90s uh hip-hop stuff from that because you know we were kind of tired of hearing the same however many artists that were popular at the time. Uh, and we wanted something that we knew everybody would enjoy. So we went to the songs that were very popular back then that people have kind of forgotten. Cause it's kind of, I would say the two thousands is kind of in like an intermediate space right now. It's where the nineties were when I was, when we were, uh, when I was yeah. like the 20 years we, old, like isn't really respected by like anyone else. Like, 
the generations before or after. Like if I tell anybody about like, yo, Blink-22 and Eminem is, is sick. If I go to a, like a 16-year-old, they're going to be like, this kid's a fucking loser. Or if I go to anyone older than me, they're going to be like, you're what? Yeah, but I mean the thing <laughs> it's is, like is that it's like a very much like product of our time. But and it's like, changing. It, like it's yeah. slowly getting to the point now where like you said, suddenly you have people playing – uh, you know, uh, putting a Motion City soundtrack song or cover in their TikTok or whatever, because yeah. people are, it's slowly getting to the point where it's coming out of this era where it's kind of the forgotten one. Like yeah. when I was, when, when, when I was 20 years old, I didn't really, th I knew what was immediately around me. So the stuff from, from the aughts, but I didn't really think about the stuff from the nineties cause it wasn't far enough away that it was nostalgia, but it wasn't close enough that it was relevant. And I think right. that that there's like kind of a decade, there's always a decade that's like that. It's not the one that you just passed, but the one before that, where it's like, it hasn't reached the point where it's like classic yet. And people can really start dissecting it and, and bringing it back. But, but it will, as we go forward. And so now we're at 2020 yeah. and everybody remembers the 2010s, but they don't really think about the, the 2000s because it doesn't mm. feel far enough away yet yeah. that they don't think of it oh. as like classic, but I get, yeah. I guarantee Here's you something I, I thought I, I heard on a, a, on a different show. And this is something that I've also have heard uh, examples of, but like stuff like Nirvana, Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam, like that, 90s sort of grunge that stuff is now playing on like classic rock yeah, stations yeah that's like what it's i'm saying aged out and i'm like what no classic rock is led zeppelin and the eagles like what are you talking about what no that's ancient like, rock now that's like that's like the, yeah, the now rock of the ancients like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know like, like but like it's so weird how it's aged out but like because i always perceived classic rock as a very specific genre of rock where it's sort of like hard rock bluesy interest whereas like the 90s like that's very clearly grunge like that's those are two very distinctive genres which that is sound it's different. crazy to me because then technically static prevails and clarity yeah that's that's the thing that's what rock. i was about to say is like how much longer until you're listening to a fucking classic rock station and then basket case by green day comes on <laughs> it's like okay it's we just happening. got listening to uh, it's already happening uh, already fucking happening. bob dylan now here do you have the time do listen <laughs> it's like what yeah. it's 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 crazy and but the thing is like i really do feel like there's kind of like a lost it's not the decade that you just passed but it's it's the one before that and that and it kind of gets lost and then it comes around again. And sure enough, now we're starting to see a resurgence of people being interested in the types of hip hop and pop and rock and all that stuff that was very prevalent in that time period. And you're going to see a lot of people. I mean, look. You want another example? Think about the late 2010s and how many bands wanted to sound like bands from the early 2000s that were like, like kind of like grunge new metal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that, it all yeah, comes back around when, when you born and limp for some reason when that new metal sound became different. Like, yeah. Cause that's all the people that grew up listening to corn, limp biscuit and slipknot. And then all of a sudden they grew up like, Oh, I play in a metal band now. Let's, 
do that sound that yeah. nobody's thought or cool or not even years. necessarily like the new metal but the kind of like droning grunge 90s sound that you find in bands like periphery or not periphery um peripheral visions the album why did i say periphery uh 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 turnover or like oh, the the yeah. pop punk bands that were going the way of the like 90s kind of like emo grunge stuff that you were that was coming out um especially well, in the was, later like, leaning more dream poppy almost. yeah like well that's just because there's also well i can trace i can tell you exactly in 2013 2015 when every band on run for cover records decided they were all just like my bloody valentine cover bands now <laughs> but that's but that's what i'm saying is that it gets to a point where it becomes something that people bring up again because like in 2010 I can tell you I wasn't wanting to listen to Welcome Back by Mace. I mean, maybe I would listen to it a bit, but like, or or any of the yeah. songs that were on our heaters, like 2000s, 90s heaters song. Yeah, that wouldn't playlist. go off as hard in 2010 as it would now. As it would it, now. It, it didn't have the nostalgia value yet. It wasn't quite, yeah, okay, now I see what you're saying. Yeah, it wasn't quite nostalgia at that point. It was, but it, was still, it was too close. It was, it was, it was too close. It was too close to to it, but at the time in 2010, if you played something from uh, from the 90s, you were starting to get some of the nostalgia. But then that's why you had in like the two th- around 2010, you had a lot of people bringing up like 80s synth pop sounds. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a rhythm to these cycles that have that happen. And maybe it's all made oh, up in sure. my mind. Maybe I'm just fucking talking. Well, it's but like, like when disco came back randomly in the nineties because Cher brought it back. Yeah. And it's like, it's just what? you know what I mean? Yeah, like no, you see these cycles yeah, no, that come everything back. Everything happens like every 20 years, something's being revived from something else. And like that's that's why music's so fun it's so postmodern, and like that's why like genres are so stupid now because like you can like if you try to really break anything down it's like so dumb and like bands are now so influenced and music so accessible that like to and music not, making like, is so be easy. able to listen to th- now if you have like a spotify account and you've never just been like fuck it i'm gonna go listen to the music that my parents like for some reason just to like you know if like you can do that now. Like music is so easy. You can listen to literally anything. Yeah. And it's like, it's not that hard to see. And it's out. so easy to make. Like, that's the other thing is that like, yeah. it used to be that if you were a punk band, you're like, I'm going to have two guitars, a bassist and a drummer. And then sometimes a vocalist or sometimes someone who's playing would sing. And now it's like, Hey, we're this punk band who, who wants to do it. But you know what? I also really, really, really like the Beatles and what they did with the like psychedelic stuff. So how about I just download this VST of, uh, you know, this crazy psychedelic piano and I don't have to do any of the work or I don't have to hire, a uh, uh, somebody to come who knows how to set up and play this instrument or, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I mean, you still can, but it's a lot easier like for you to become or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's a lot easier for you to be like, Oh, I want to add a didgeridoo to this, this part of the song. Yeah. It's I don't, I don't need to go an, like a licensed sample. Like easily. Yeah. Like you can free, just synthesize uh, like free it. Free to you know? use shit all over the place too. 
And so it's crazy because it's like, and then also the sampling culture and the loop culture and, and all that stuff that's happening where it's like, Hey man, like I don't, I don't play guitar, but I can go on splice and get a, a crazy ass. And there's nothing wrong with it. Cause I do it too. I mean, it's part of hip hop sampling is part of hip hop, but like the yeah. fact that you want are like, Oh man, like I really want to have like a really cool synth, uh, run over this, but I don't play piano. You can just be like, oh, I'm going to go look on Splice or I'm going to go look on Looperman or I'm going to go look on uh, Somatics or I'm going to go look on blah, 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 blah. I'm going to find something. Yeah. I'm going to chop it, make it go my own. And then thread and somebody will probably give you like a sound pack yeah. or something. And then and all you, of a yeah. sudden, all of a sudden you have access to this stuff that you didn't have before. So your band that originally was just you singing guitar and with a microphone, you have a, a, a drummer that sounds realistic because you have easy drummer, you have the drummer on logic pro X or you have whatever. And then suddenly you are like, Oh, I downloaded this VST that it has a really good bass guitar sound. So I'm going to play some simple bass to go along with it. And then, all of a sudden you had this, that, and the other thing. And it, I make it sound really easy because I know how to do it and I do it. Yeah. But like it's, you do need to know how to use your DAW. You do need to know keys. You do need to know how to do all that stuff. Yeah, but it's, the, but you know, but it's a lot now, easier. Like before people didn't have access to like, uh, like uh, a, a computer that could run that. They didn't have access to a, uh, like a key, like a mid keyboard well now you don't need a midi keyboard you can just use your computer keyboard as a midi keyboard like like Co- like cody he did his fucking songs on an ipad yeah like it's crazy can, it's crazy and the, the other thing so too easy. is the the fact that you no longer need to record in a studio that you can literally set up something at home and record. I mean, it's having gear and knowing how to use it is good. Again, let me very clearly state that it's not writing songwriting, using sampling and songwriting in general is not as easy as garage band ads make it seem, you know, like, that whole band in your pocket. No, thing but if you if is, you, is if you not, sit and fuck around for a couple hours and you know, yeah, put some, then you'll figure it out. Then you'll that's fig- how you're going to figure it out. And that, and but I like mean, that's the thing is that most people never had the tools to just be able to sit down and figure it out. Yeah, and now, that's why the now only you thing have, is just finding the time to do it. And now, but that's why you have so many artists. That's why there's so yeah. many people making music. Like the the user count of SoundCloud and the amount of new artists that are added daily to Spotify and stuff is astronomical. It is mind blowing. It's why the labels are failing because you have so many people that want to have their stuff out there and make a chance and, and make a name for themselves and stuff like that. It, music is really becoming very communal again, where instead it used to be on what you hear on the radio and shit. And now it's like going back into like building communities and being a part of something. And even if it's just online community building, like that's really what it's about now. And it's crazy. Um, and it's crazy that people can just build working recording studios in their house and you don't have to go somewhere and do stuff like it's the technology is wild and it's a good thing, but that's why I think genres are kind of useless because everybody can kind of make whatever they hear in their head and they have access to synthesizers, samples, uh, VSTs, um, YouTube, which will teach them how to play the instrument if they want to play it. You know what I mean? Reddit, all of these things where it's like you have at your hands the ability to craft whatever kind of thing you want and whatever sound you want. And so people are doing it. 
you think that like look at hyperpop hyperpop is the most insane shit i've ever heard 100 gex 100 gex doesn't make sense if you told somebody i don't know what this is oh uh, it's talking about? Uh, it's a band that i'll i'll play you some in a bit and you'll be like what the hell um but they're very popular because they're people who like their sound and all it is is oversaturated clipped synthesizers and their vocals are all distorted and it's really weird but it's really happy and really fast and if you would have pitched that to someone 10 years ago 20 years ago not only would it be incredibly harder to make that music and to distribute and to build a community around that music because the internet didn't exist but like people just wouldn't be ready for that because it's so without a genre one of the songs sounds like a ska song and the next song sounds like a cloud rap song and then the next song sounds like a drone like industrial drone like down tempo electronic song and it's just so weird and so out there but we've reached a point where genre is so flexible and music making is so flexible that it's like people can really do whatever they want and nobody can stop you um, which is great because it's allowing for so much cool stuff to happen. I don't even know where we started with this conversation, but this is awesome. Um, and I think I it's know. all, I, <laughs> Honestly, think it's, I, was, I was trying to like re, uh, retrace the steps and I, I, yeah, I don't know how we got here, but uh, I guess we can listen. Good, back. We we're pretty, pretty far into an episode now. Yeah. I think, I, think, I don't know. We, I like think we've kind 20, of, uh, probably we've kind of, uh, 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 covered most of jimmy world i mean do we want to talk about our favorite do we want to bring it back and talk about our favorite songs or uh or yeah yeah so yeah let's just give some closing statements i guess yeah let's say we this one kind of went all over the place but you know what it's a good episode so uh let's end it out let's say if you so we agree already that if you haven't listened to jimmy world definitely listen to bleed american futures and clarity uh, yeah, those three definitely. Those sure. three are the definite jumping in points. I really like the new album, Surviving. I think you should check that out too, especially if you're in a Jimmy World fan who fell off a bit like I did. Uh, it's a really good return to form and check it out. Uh, do you have any songs that you really love that you want to shout out or any? Uh, a lot of Bleed American. Um, yeah, like uh, this uh, Sweetness um uh, middle the song bleed american authority song uh get it faster get it faster uh, is such a banger um and then on clarity a praise chorus praise chorus too don't a forget sunday i love a sunday that's such a good song uh um don't forget praise chorus goodbye sky harbor even though it has that part that seems like it goes on for an eternity it's just like 15 minutes of the same looping part that's a um yeah, there's just a lot of really good songs. And then songs, the f- future, um, work, pain, off of futures. Those are all good songs as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Goodbye Honestly, Sky there's, Harbor. There's gems scattered throughout their entire discography. But I would say the starting point for me would be Bleed American. And, but, and I, you, I guess you would say futures, but hey, start where, start where you want to start. Start where you want to sure start. You'll, yeah. You'll be happy. No, I, honestly, all of those records, because you were right. Like, uh, uh, a Sunday is a fantastic song. I like Table for Glasses, Lucky Denver Mint. For me, this is Heaven. Goodbye, Sky Harbor is another great track. Uh, the title track, Clarity. 
Um, mm-hmm. Bleed American is pretty much front to back sick. Um, yeah. I was saying that was when probably you were, one of my most played albums when I worked at a record store. That was one of the few that was I constantly probably played at least once a week. Yeah, when you I would it was say a record we always had in stock, and it's something I could play because it's not there's no cursing or too obtrusive music. I guess I would say uh, Bleed American. Yeah, the song. A praise chorus, which is what I was saying before when you were listing songs. A praise chorus is one of oh, my yeah. uh, good ones. The middle, uh, sweetness, hear you me, get it faster, is cautioner's authority song. Um, just, just all of it, like pretty much back to back. There's a couple songs on there that I it, uh, not might agree with me the most, but like still, bleed American and futures are tied for my favorite. Yeah. Futures, I mean, uh, the, pretty much the first half of that album is um, uh, the whole album is great. Like futures work, uh, pain drugs are me. Um, like all, you know, uh, the world you love all of it, just all of them there. You know, I think that it, that both of those records are fantastic. All of them. There's gems on all of them. Like you said, we agree. We don't have to have to go through all of that. I would say that if I had to say my favorite Jimmy World song uh, of all time, uh, I would. It would either be like I love Sweetness. Like that song is is incredible. But I think it would either be Sweetness. I love authority song. That song is just such a fun song to like sing along. It's so good. Um, uh, Futures, the song Futures from Futures and the song Pain from Futures are also two absolute slappers that are, are just really fun to sing along. Um, the middle, of course, the middle just takes me back to being like 12 years old. Yeah. That's <laughs> just, pure, feel, like, yeah, just being a kid watching yeah. American pie. That's, yeah. That's, like it's, it takes me back. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this has been great. We talked about Jimmy world. We talked about bands adjacent to Jimmy world, got into a little bit of them, which was really cool. That, some, cycles of music so uh let's bring this around and wrap this up i guess yeah i guess so thank you guys for listening this week um once again i'm palm reader you can find me on instagram at p-a-l-m-r-e-a-d-r that's palm reader without the last e uh and then on twitter p-l-m-r-d-r uh we do have the cemetery sound radio show back uh every week Now, uh, on Thursdays at 8 o'clock, you can DM either of us for a Discord invite. Uh, We also had our first live stream show, which happened last weekend. And uh, it it was pretty good considering it was our first time. We're going to do some more throughout the summer and we're going to have a lot of fun doing them. Um, Shout out to everybody who was a part of that show. We're going to put together a uh, a version to to, uh, put on uh, YouTube or, or some such site so people can go and check out the performances that were uh, pre-recorded or re-recorded afterwards uh, for, for the, the, um, from the live show. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I, I ain't really got yeah. much else to say. What about you? Uh, well, listen to my other show. Uh, Otis Morris hates himself. New episodes every Monday. Uh, new shit's really funny. So listen to that show. It's really good. I doubt you. There's not another funnier show where it's one person talking to themselves for an hour. I guarantee that. Well, I'm sure there probably is, but it's up there. I swear it's up there. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Otis Morris hates. And yeah, I also help co-host the uh, Cemetery Sound radio show. I just kind of chime in and say things every so often, it, but it's your show. But listen to that. And yeah, I guess it's our show. I mean, this is the Cemetery Sound podcast network. So, you know, we're all doing we're all in this together. Um, so yeah, uh, next week, not sure what we're going to do. Um, we're actually recording this day of, so this will be out, uh, 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 today, Friday, May 14th. We'll be back next Friday with, uh, with a new episode and onward and upward from there. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. Go stream Jimmy world stream taking back Sunday and then, you know, maybe make a pop punk song with a didgeridoo in it because we mentioned that too. That would be cool. Why don't you do that? All right. Always remember initiate bird protocol. Peace. Peace out.